Hi guys, this is Jan from Taste of Prague. I hope you are all doing well. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. It's the seventh episode. Wow, it's amazing. I started, it seems like I started yesterday and it's the seventh episode already. Uh, please be mindful, we also have the Czech podcast. If you haven't tuned to that, that's really fun too. Anyway, I will keep this short because I've done quite a bit of the introduction in the recording itself. Today we're talking to Bara Shimunkova. Um, if you've never heard of her, I get it because she's been kind of below the radar, working very, very hard in as a chef in one of the best restaurants in New York City and the world. I'm talking Per Se with Thomas Keller. I'm talking um, Le Bernardin with uh, Eric Ripet. And she's also briefly worked at Eleven Medicine Park, you know, the three, three Michelin star restaurants in New York. And she's now back in Prague and she will be opening a restaurant, so which is very, very amazing. She is 26 years old. She's a go-getter. She is amazing. And um, I hope you will enjoy this interview and I hope we will all enjoy the restaurant because it looks really, really great. Um, but I didn't want to jinx it, but it looks like she's opening the restaurant this spring. So let's all hope this will work out and we will get to taste some of the techniques that she may have learned in these restaurants. So this is it. Enjoy the interview. Bara Shimunkova. Cheers. All right, guys. Uh, thank you uh, for tuning in. This is Jan from Taste of Prague and uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Two Czechs talking about food in English. Um, no, actually, that's the, the, the name is uh, the Taste of Proud podcast. And I have the distinct pleasure and privilege to have with me here Bara Shimunkova. Um, and uh, she's a chef and she's worked in many, many um, very interesting restaurants um, abroad and at home. And I want to talk about uh, um, how she feels about maybe Prague. I mean, how was the experience uh, in those restaurants? And like, um, you know, because it's very interesting. She worked in um, New York for the longest time, I think, uh, of, you know, of her career. She worked at restaurants like um, Per Se and Le Bernardin. And um, she's now back for two and a half years. And dare I say, she may be opening a restaurant soon, maybe. Maybe. Good morning. Yeah, I... Um, <laughs> So uh, thank you for, for joining me. And uh, I want to ask first, um, what, was the, what was the nicest experience that you've ever had? Like, uh, you know, interning, like having a, if you were a stage at a restaurant, do you have a favorite one? My favorite restaurant? Mm. I the per se. Per se. Why? I think it was the most professional kitchen with mm-hmm. talented and passionate people working in mm-hmm. and all like I mean, it was tough, but all the people cooperate together, and uh, so you yeah, worked like as it, a team. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. teamwork was nice. Okay, Did well, you... there was a pressure too, but uh-huh. like you have to. I mean, it, it was just the most professional. I would say. Yeah, but and you don't strike me as someone because I've uh, I've uh, listened to your interview with Mashkutnitsa, mm-hmm. and you don't strike me as someone who would like succumb to pressure. That you deal with that fairly well. Uh, Is that a good assessment? <laughs> I don't. I don't think anyone were, were like uh, to work under pressure. Right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, sure. It's not uh, yeah. a good feeling. But um, in the end of the day, mm-hmm. it, it gives you a lot mm-hmm. because you you become more um, like humble. I would say. Yeah. Okay. And 
you know, you have to be committed to work and to the people who like to try to teach you something. Mm -hmm. So is it intimidating starting in a restaurant like this, like per se or the Bernardin? Is it, do you get scanned? Do you get like self doubt? Like if you see other oh, yeah. chefs and you see like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. you know, I you can't do it. You walk the door and you're like, holy cow. <laughs> oh, really? And is there, is there a, so, so there is self-doubt when you, when you walk into a restaurant like this and you start cooking there? Definitely. Definitely. Does it get better as you and No, it gets worse. <laughs> it, it gets worse. Okay. That's not what I wanted to hear. <clears throat> well, okay. You just, uh, that's interesting you're asking because uh, mm. when I went, it was my first stash mm. and it was just a stash or trial. Uh, in 11 Medicine Park. Uh -huh. uh, I was working online. We were like six, 17 people next to each other. And it was like guy next to, on my right hand side. And uh, uh, I was asking him, so where did you work before? Or, uh -huh. what, you know, what did you achieve? What did you done? And he was like, oh, I worked like a Roche. Then I worked in, uh, uh, I don't know, like Dolchester. Okay. And, uh, and then I'm, I'm here for like two years already. And I was standing there next to him. I was like, Oh wow! Yeah, sure. And he's like, he's yeah. line cook, working, working in the yeah. best restaurant by the time. And I'm staying next to him, and he's like, you know, I yeah, went there and dropping there and names. There. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what am I yeah. doing yeah. here? <laughs> First know, names, like, <laughs> yeah. I worked with, from I worked with Alan and stuff like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I worked at Sancho. Do you know it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, oh yeah, for sure, sure. Um, Does it get um, competitive in these restaurants? Like, do you fight for... Because the stages, uh, it seems to me, like from what I read, that to some people, it's nearly become like a, 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 a lifestyle, like collecting stages. Does it ever... Like, can, can a stage convert into permanent employment? That's how I take my... Like, when, I, when I'm asking somewhere... Mm -hmm go for stash for mm -hmm. me it's like to step into like commitment to work yes or something like that like I, I i don't think i ever went somewhere where i wouldn't believe that i would i could work there okay uh, so, so, meaning so you... like yeah I, i don't think like that stash itself mm -hmm. it gives you that much you can observe yeah you can see a couple you know tricks and mm -hmm. how how the restaurant work in general yeah. And you can see if you like it or not. Yeah. So if I go somewhere for stash, I'm I'm usually asking, can I come for stash and mm. see if I like it or not, and then asking for work because okay. I don't want to be like that's just my personality, but I don't want to be committed before that. Okay. If I'm not convinced yet that the restaurant is how how oh, right. how I imagine it before, but uh, like that I would go just somewhere for stash, be there, and then. Going to my regular like job or work, I don't, no, I, no, that's not my style. Okay, so you always wanted to have a stage just to see if it's good for you, and then you would ask for employment, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I mean, in many, um, hmm. So you didn't want to collect. I mean, you went to New York and you said, "I want to work there, there, there." Just you know, you no, always. No. I just wanted to work somewhere. And it's a, if it's a if it's a great restaurant, then uh, I always wanted to work in a great restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, sure. And yeah. uh, for me. Um, so in New York, so I, I worked in London for Landucas, uh -huh. right? And uh -huh. then, um, at the I, I, Riviera? At Riviera London. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. It, I think it's closed already. It's closed now, yeah. But it was a very good place. It was new, mm -hmm. quite new open when I was there. Um, and I was working, it was only French people in the kitchen. Okay. 
So it was do you like, speak French? I do. Okay, great. Yeah. And um, so when I when I left this place, I was like, okay, I don't want to anymore work with uh, French chefs, uh -huh. but I want more. <laughs> wait, 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 stop right there. Uh, um, why? Why don't you want? Why don't you want to? Um, the kitchen. I mean, the, the culture. I don't know. This what do you mean? What do you mean by the culture? What does that mean? So, so why don't you want to?
I was shocked. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> wait a minute. Did I just get an email? Yeah, like yeah. I dropped my CV like two hours ago yeah. and they already like texting me if um, I could come for a stash. Hi, this is Daniel, by the way. Can you drop <laughs> no, no, okay, probably not Daniel. So it was like, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. It was shocking for me wow. also. Now, what, what were that? Because I was, uh, you know, not as a chef. Okay, somebody's honking outside. But um, um, I was not, I was a foreign exchange student in the US and, um, way back in the 90s. Um, were there other shocks when you entered an American kitchen compared to a European kitchen? I mean, besides the fact that nobody scolded you for not speaking French. I think my experience is that everyone in States is usually like very welcoming, mm-hmm. kind. They try to help on a beginning for sure. Yeah. They are nice to each other. Nice to each other. Uh, if you compare that to Prague... Yes. Like, you know, the, the kitchens in Prague. And well, it, in I, we can, we don't even have to say, like, just the kitchens, right? I think the attitude mm. here, like, the approach of the people is very mm. different. Usually, and it's how I became also, I'm upset about yeah. it. That, um, you know, they are, like, so the, the service. all the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so even, yeah. like, everyone's coming, to, you have a new employee, you come in the kitchen, and it's like, a, yeah, hi. Yeah. Yeah, you can cut this and this. And you're like, no excitement, no like, all right, so that's no prog. energy. That's, that's prog. Prog. Okay. Well, there is like, all right, chef. So, you know. Yeah. Are you yeah, psyched? Yeah. <laughs> would you cut this, this and this? And where did you work? And okay. they try to like communicate. Yeah, and motivate you and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. Um, is there a difference in the, if you compare again, you know, let's start comparing a bit. Because I mean, I don't know if you can, if you're not comparing apples and oranges because you worked in three Michelin stars and there's no three Michelin stars in Prague. But um, how about the workload? I mean, uh, the, the, the intensity of work. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between Prague kitchens and New York kitchens? Well, we have to say that in New York kitchen, you usually work much more covers. Right? Much more like covers? Even in London, in Europe, mm-hmm. like restaurants here are much smaller, mm-hmm. uh, lower capacity. Uh, you're making maximum. If you make 100 covers in London, um, in these kind of restaurants, yeah. like fine dining, it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, it's a lot in Europe. Okay. It's if you do 100 yeah. That's in, like, wow. in New York, Half it's like... Okay, fine. Another service. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So that's, you know, it's, it's a little different. Like there's much mm. more people, right? So it's okay. like, mm, yeah. But are, um, compared to uh, Prague, would you say that uh, the kitchens in New York are understaffed? Overstaffed? It's pretty much the same. Can, can, uh, you, can you resolve this by hiring new people? Or is it like something, am I just missing the point completely here? Well... What I experienced is in Mission Star restaurants mm. where I worked, um, there was always plenty, plenty people. Plenty people, plenty of hands. Because yeah. for this kind of stuff, what you want to like put on a plate, mm-hmm. there's tremendous amount of work. work. Yeah. And you just have to have a staff. So sure. there's like regularly you have thirty to fifty employees mm. per, per kitchen. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. If I say. And it was only one an exception. It was Jansik, the current uh-huh. place. It's a Korean place, yeah. Uh, so there was just how many? Eight. It was eight chefs mm-hmm. in a kitchen. But you also didn't do that much covers. You did like sixty covers. Yeah. But I I couldn't figure it out how the restaurant could like survive to tell okay. you the truth. Because right. in New York City, like. The restaurants they are like booming. It's like you know. I mean, you have to t- change table, change tables quickly, and like right, boom, boom, boom. Right, yeah, right. 
and make money because mm-hmm. like the rent usually the restaurant doesn't high. yeah yeah, yeah. and okay. the landlord they, they would like that's why the uh, restaurant shutting down in new york city because the landlords like raising up the, oh, yeah. the rent oh, yeah, sure. and yeah, then, yeah. then it's done even a great cake, yeah. great restaurant can shut down just because of the rent oh the rent yeah which is yeah same. wow yeah. But I mean, what was that was so? What was the biggest shock when you came to like a, a, a was there a shock when yeah. you came to a U.S. kitchen compared to a European kitchen? What Definitely. was it? What was the it? amount of people. The amount of people. Oh my god! I couldn't like I, until today. I can't remember all the names. You know, okay. like you are still trying. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know. Um, your name is Keller. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a uh, little Tom? bit different yeah, yeah, in sure. uh, per se. Uh-huh. I, I I didn't like it on the beginning, but now okay. like. You have the nicest memories are from per se. Yeah, but okay. uh, when I came there, also there was like 30 chefs mm-hmm. and you don't call each other names. Okay. You say just yes, chef. chef. Yes, chef. We chef. Chef. Yeah, and, yeah. But even like co-workers, you know, okay. like you are commie chef, this is commie chef and each other, uh, like each other call yourself yeah. commi- uh, chef. Yeah. It's like, chef, can you pass me this? Chef, can you pass me okay. this? Because I think you like don't have a time to, you know, trying to remember the mm. name or like, oh, what was the name? You yeah. need to just, okay, quick landing this, this. So just chef. And that was it. That was the rule. Mm. But it's like very impersonal, right? So okay. it's like, I didn't feel it comfortable for myself. Okay. So all the time tell everyone like, come on, I'm Barbara. I'm not a yeah, chef. Yeah, 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 you okay. know, just, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you yeah. know, you have, you have a, yeah, I was working with a guy. He was like 40 years old and okay. he called me chef. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. But is there, um, is there bonding in these? Like do you, for instance, staff meals? Uh, they, do they happen, uh, do you eat together in these restaurants? Like everybody, when they have the time, is there any bonding involved in this? Well, process? I think this is what's um, changing uh-huh. lately. Yeah. When I start, again, like in person, there wasn't, like there was a staff meal, but uh-huh. there wasn't such a thing like to sit down and have a proper have a meal. meal. together, yeah. But then something oh. changed. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I think it was like three months when I was in. And it was like, okay, Chef Keller wants us to sit down and have 30 minutes break. Okay. So it's like, wow. Wow. Finally. 30 minutes. <laughs> so everyone, but you know what was the real? like everyone okay. gets so nervous. Like, oh my God, we will have to sit down for 30 minutes. Yeah. How, how, how will I manage to finish my like, uh, yeah, job list? Work, yeah, how, sure, how will yeah. I do it? Yeah, okay. So even the sous chefs, they were like, well, we are not having a break, so we will, you know, help you more. And but you just have to take you have to take this thirty minutes because okay. chef scholar wants us wants you wow. to sit down. And have so the problem. sous chef didn't have that. No. Oh wow! So the kids could have could go and play around for thirty minutes while the adults were still in the yep. kitchen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that that's another. That's very interesting. Like being a sous chef, it's not any like yeah. you don't get better. Yeah, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. It's, it's just worse. getting worse because so you are there more hours yeah. and you have more work and more responsibility. So what's in it like, then? What's wow. in it then? What is the motivation to become a sous chef? Your like ego, the, maybe. Ego, <laughs> ego. Uh, is that? Do you think that for many people that that is like a stage one to uh, um, having their own restaurants eventually? Definitely. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But I don't think it's that common in mm. in states. Like, um, it's not that easy, uh, you know, like to find an investor or have such, yeah, you know, a lot of money to open it's up not your easy. place. Yeah, yeah. Here, there are still people who are like, okay, I have the money, and let's I'm just open throw it something. On it. Yeah, sure, yeah. But um, I don't. I don't think this is the case in states. Okay. So, because for example. Again, in person, like, there yeah. was, you know, talented sous chef. And I remember his, like, motivation speech. And he told us, like, you know what? I've been working for Thomas 
or more, uh, more than 10 years. Uh-huh. But do you think I'm ready to open up my place? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And, okay. you know, it's not like... Hmm. Mm, it has so many places. He said, like, it's so, there's so many places and it's so competitive that, uh, you know, it's not like you are the star and the world waiting for you. Yeah, you sure. Know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have to prove yourself. Sure. Yeah, I get it. Now, um, getting back to the comparing, um, do you think that um, the things that you, I assume, learned in, you know, these restaurants in New York, that uh, you would have had the chance to learn them here in Prague? Is there a difference between technique in Prague and in New York? Or is it like the, the restaurants we went to simply because by function of being in New York, by being you know very expensive three mission restaurants, that the techniques there were simply better? So as I think, first of all, as you said, there's not such a three mission yeah, sure. restaurant in, in Prague. Prague yeah. um, so it's hard to compare. Mm. But what I learned in these places like it's about the details yeah details 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 mm. and i don't think right. you yeah. can get that here. here like for right. example i would get that's where i also realized oh am i a chef still or what am i am yeah. i a robot because we would get a recipe uh-huh. and this is the perfect recipe yeah and you, and you gotta follow it yeah okay sure and that's like exact grams so like laboratory Yeah. But you but, know how, how you can how you can manage 40 or 30 yeah. chefs in a kitchen and still making the mm. best meal ever what you yeah. you know like most perfect you want to achieve. Mm. And then um, if you don't have the proper recipe, sure. everyone will like okay, I like it this way, I like it this yeah, way yeah, yeah. and it's no. you, you can you can do that. Okay, you wow. have to be consistent oh. when you when you're having stars. So. I do that at home. <laughs> I have a recipe and I follow it. Um, now, um, <laughs> we're laughing. Um, so um, we just didn't get any stars for it. Now, um, um, yeah, but um, in terms of techniques, mm-hmm. have you learned something that you think you wouldn't have learned? Like, I'm go- I understand about detail that everything has to be perfect. And like maybe in Prague, it was like sometimes you go, this carrot is not like perfectly, I don't know, and whatever. Like, you're like, Yeah, it's okay but uh well that's a technique yeah i know but i mean like it's a technique yeah. also like to learn okay there's no a shortcut there's not yeah. a way around yeah this is the technique you gotta yeah. slice a julienne like this yeah. you're gonna put it on this uh temperature you will weigh out this exact yeah. uh grams of flour yeah but i mean what i'm trying to like so like Have you experienced something where you walked into a restaurant if, and they showed you something and you were like, I've never seen this before? I think like there was technique. many moments like that, yeah. but I can't... Yeah, I don't know, just like, just, right now, they but... just exist. How about, what are the differences in the uh, competitiveness? Mm-hmm. Like in Prague, between Prague and New York, for instance. Because that was actually one of the most shocking things to me when I was in high school. I went mm-hmm. to um, a high school for performing and visual arts. And uh, you could sense that um, part of the motivation to succeed was simply based on competition with your what would be your you know classmates. So this is interesting, and it's changed even in New York, like restaurant to restaurant. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, I somehow like realized when there there's a most famous school, right, like Culinary Institute of America, uh-huh. CIA. Uh huh. And um, when I was working with, with these kind of people, what had like graduated the school, 
there was you can sense just as you said like they were very very competitive yeah like not all of them mm -hmm. i have yeah. friends and they are great and they graduated at school but for example in bernardin yeah most of the chefs graduated in cia, uh, CIA. Yeah. and you were like yeah, they, you, you, like arrogant you know okay. it's like you're piece of shit okay. I, 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 I'm from I the CIA from, exactly okay and it's like oh I'm sorry uh, yeah, man okay. you know yeah. like <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> so it's like that. that's funny we're asking because that's what I well, I was like uh, thinking about it also when I was yeah. there I was like hmm this is strange what what what, hmm. what they think of Delsa because they are studying you know the best school or they have money to study it or I, then I found out it's about a loan. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Not of about course. Yeah. That you they would have Seems. money or, or yeah. like rich parents or something. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It just um, maybe they they teach them something at school yeah. that they well, are more competitive than others. Yeah, I think it's actually American schools. I think are built that way. I haven't been part of that system, but I know. I think I got the impression that, for instance, if you're in high school and you are like applying to colleges. Um, the students are ranked, like literally, I was the best in class. Mm -hmm. I was the second best in class mm -hmm. and so on. Like, I mean, that's what people were telling. Oh, he was the best in class. He was the second best in class. Mm -hmm. So they are ranked. I mean, you literally compete one against each other in high school. That was my impression, which in the Czech Republic obviously doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Really, you don't like, you're not ranked. I mean, you have, you get grades, but then you not, nobody ranks you. I'm, I'm 42 out of my class. No. So, um, right. Maybe it's just a different kind of a system, a different wire, wiring. I don't know. Um, well, it's yeah. true that CIA is also, it's like Harvard, right? Yeah, like sure. you, it's, I think it's a really great school yeah. for sure. Like yeah. they, they like teach them a lot and they are great. Like they, it's yeah. not like if you leave a, a culinary school uh -huh. here, yeah. you, you, you know nothing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know nothing about cooking. When you leave a CIA, you know a lot about cooking. You yeah. already you already do rock. You are yeah, yeah. You can step on a line and you can cook. Okay, cool. I would say. Yeah. But so, so can you can you actually tell me about that? Like so, so when you what why why is that when you leave a Czech culinary school you know nothing? Why? Um. Well. Uh, I think it's about about the money, right? So they have they pay for the school, but and you have sure. the people who. Who hmm. worked like they? they teach, it's an investment. They, they are very motivated are because they also pay for it. Also, and the teachers, I think they are more educated about mm. it. Maybe like they worked in the restaurants before or stuff. Yeah. So I know that like know. it's also maybe uh, just a wild guess here that when I grew up, culinary school was like Plan Z. You know what I mean? Like I mean, if you didn't like, you were not a great student. Culinary and school. I don't think it changed much. I think it will. I mean, eventually, like, Hopefully. It's, it's like, you know, being a chef is much cooler than it used to be because the restaurants are much cooler than they used to be. So, like, if you if you say, you know, 20 years ago, but oh, the, I'm a chef, they're like, ah, oh, okay. The quality of life in the culinary industry in Czech Republic haven't changed. Hasn't changed? What do you mean by that? Uh, is it good or is it bad? Like, you still working this... I never work this kind of stuff, but you work, like... Three to five days, like uh -huh. long and short. Week oh yeah, long or and short week. Like. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. And you spend there like the whole day. You come in in the morning, seven o'clock, and you're leaving by midnight or something okay. like that. Yeah. It's like, and that, that doesn't happen in per se. Well, it's mm. it's different. So first of all, we always had two days off. Uh huh. In Every per week. Se. 
in every week. Okay. And then you would have like the morning shift and the afternoon okay. shift. Okay. And wait, per se, uh, I've never been to per se. They serve both lunches and dinners. They do. Okay. And you can you you either work the morning shift or the okay. afternoon shift. You still work twelve hours. Sure. Or sometimes fourteen. Yeah. Or yeah. Hmm. But you start if you have a PM shift, you come at twelve. So you still have like a little bit of morning, you mm. know, you can go for a run or have yeah. coffee before you go to work. Sure. Something, read a yeah. book, a chapter before you go to work. Um, so there's a little bit of life before your work. Yeah. Okay. Then you are there until two o'clock in the morning. That's a different sure. story. Yeah, yeah. And if you do morning, then you have an evening off at least, you know, like get off to work like six, seven mm. PM. And then you have, you can maybe go somewhere for dinner sure. still, you know, okay. like something, mm. but mm. here you come in the morning and you know that you have nothing. Yeah, But I mean, then you have, the because that's very interesting because I know, uh, that, um, you know, the ambiente group of restaurants have been trying to change that. Yeah. Yeah. They I offered think it to, doing to doing actually, a great job. Like, yeah, do. but yes. I've heard that like some people are very unhappy about this. That some of the staffs because they that I think the long short week that you don't have the short week. You know I mean that they have there's a week where you have like four days off. I don't I don't I don't see I don't know how it works properly. I mean if you have a long week then you have I don't know two days off one day off I don't know. And if you have a short week then you have more days off. And people just got used to the more days off. I think that's what that, I think I've, that's what people that's what like. Uh, it depends again on on a personality and what you are used mm. to. But even for example, for me, it was in Bernardo. We worked six days. Yeah. And we worked only ten hours a day, and it for me it worked much mm. better. Like ten hours a day, six days a week, and I was perfect. Okay. But five days a week, fourteen hours. Yeah. You are like dead yeah, on your sure. weekend. Yeah. Of so it just depends. It depends yeah. on the job, on like it depends on a restaurant mm-hmm. and the, on a personality what you are more used to or what makes you feel better, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, this is my um, like experience. Okay. And if I, I don't know, if I talk with people, usually like generally they would say, oh, if I work less hours, even though it's spread through the whole week, yeah, I feel much better. Okay, cool. Now this leads me to the question that I wanted to ask: uh, the standard of living of chefs in New York and in Prague. Mm-hmm. Um, what is better? That's an easy question. Yeah, it's a yes or no question now. Now, like, uh, I mean, like, is it um, you know, if you are a chef staging in New York City, uh-huh. um, is your standard of living better than if you were just a regular chef here in a you know, I would say like a nice. Again, I don't know restaurant. about you don't know. staging. Okay, okay, uh, staging. So working. Okay, working. It's, if you're it's working, the, it's a, a different class. Like okay, if sure. you stage, yes. they, you they don't, don't pay you anything. And like, also, you don't. Yeah. I would say like you don't work. Not you don't have this much responsibility. Yeah. You don't bring that much. Okay. Or sometimes even you just observe. Like okay. in Bernardin, if you go for stage, you're just, you're just looking at things, standing in a corner, yeah. and you're watching the service. Okay. Oh, wow, interesting. <laughs> okay, I could do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right so um but i mean like you know so if you're working in a like a new york restaurant if you're working in a Prague restaurant both nice mm-hmm. at the nice end of the spectrum mm-hmm. do you think uh there's a standard of living that's better one or the other and definitely in Prague, it's the life generally is easier easier and in yeah, what I way think you, in what way what do you mean in all the ways yeah. like the pressure the the standard of living like you the, the money wise i think it, Everything is just easier. Here. Yeah, and about, it's in my opinion. I know that I've I've um, health insurance helps right also. Uh, also, yeah. 
Sure. But, but. there's a black side of all of this, you know, like uh, kitchen industry, I would say. Uh-huh. I think still, I'll just drop it. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, um, yeah. The stages. Let's talk about this mm-hmm. uh, because you just briefly mentioned that, like, you know, you're just observing things. Um, so you think stages, are they worth it? Are they not worth it in general? Uh, I think it's always like a nice experience. It's mm. always nice to see how yeah. the other kitchen culture works. Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend it. I yeah. think it's nice, again, just to say, okay, I'm giving you my free labor. Mm-hmm. They, they either like use it or don't. It's yeah, up to okay. them. Sure. You know, you are not like... Um, uh you don't have pressure because you know they don't they don't pay you yeah, so sure. you know your you're name just is like, not on the line yeah it's not so that's billboard. that's fine yeah. and you see how you feel there and you can you know realize if you want to work in this kind of yeah. environment or not okay um but for instance you are um as i said you may be opening a restaurant soon mm-hmm. mm. a restaurant is not just the kitchen it's also the front of the house it's also mm-hmm. the service it's also the marketing it's also mm-hmm. the um, you know all the other things um does a stage help you with that at all or if you're a chef you go to a stage mm-hmm. does it give you can it give you um, it gives you ideas ideas definitely even for like the service front of the house everything yeah you see yeah definitely mm mm-hmm. mm It helps. You see, just as I said, you see kitchen culture, but you see everything, right? Because yeah. the servers come in in the kitchen, picking yeah, sure. up stuff. So you see how... So about organization of the kitchen, for instance, like organization of the work. Right. Yeah. Okay. So does it give you an idea who you want or not want to have as a server in, in the front of the house? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah? <laughs> okay. And you know, right. already like the spectrum of the people, you know, like you have... You get any ideas how the people cooperate or don't, or okay. what's the what's the main problems usually mm. and, and stuff. Yeah, I in the new restaurant that you may be opening. <laughs> um, oh, wait, so, I am opening. Okay. You are opening a restaurant. Okay, you are opening a restaurant. Okay, um, uh, are you responsible for hiring? Um, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> well, I'm trying, of course, find the people who are want to work with and like being comfortable with okay meaning i wish to have, so have like you... a community okay, of, sure. you know like yeah. a small family like a team, or something. Yeah. yeah have you have some members of the team signed up already um you do uh do you have you known them previously yes okay like some of them can it be tricky working with friends always yeah Okay. You're risking the... uh, that you're gonna lose your friends. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by killing them uh, right. in the middle of the service. <laughs> no, yeah. but the good thing um, about it is that if we, if we work together before, they know basically what to expect. Yeah, sure. Even though like yeah. we are all changing, right? Like mm. for me myself, I like I'm hundred percent different person than I used to be, yeah. and I left first time. If you have Prague, like, I'm gonna tell you something. Yes. I have a story for you. you oh really? Yeah. So we were in Sancho when you worked there. Uh-huh. We were just eating there. And we saw you walking by something. And um, then Paul Day came and he says, this is Bara. Bara, Bara, Bara. I don't know. He uh-huh. says like, uh, um, I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, she is honestly one of the most talented chefs I've ever worked with. That's what he said to us. Really? Yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a true story. Yeah. It was a great school. Yeah. I told him cool. I, I talked to Paul actually when I came back from States mm -hmm. as to buy in his new uh, okay. butcher shop and we yeah, talked. Sure, yeah, yeah. And he was asking me because he I remember when I was crying in Sancho many times. So we had one speech, I mean like talk yeah. outside of the restaurants one day and he was like you know, when you go higher and higher in mm. the in the kitchen in yeah. in, in world, it's gonna be like tough. It's gonna be torn yeah. and like more difficult for you yeah, to you, you have yeah. to like understand there's no basically friendship in a kitchen yeah. there's always mm. like yeah. more pressure and stuff mm. and it's better for you to decide now than later if you, you want to really yeah. yes yeah so and you I have like, decided that so you want to like, do this I want to do this <laughs> you want to do this yeah. but I, right. I remember that because okay. I was like you know yeah, hand and, emoji and yeah, sure. he was he was 100% right 100% right because it was like just stepping up you asked yeah. him, it was asking me about London mm. so it wasn't Michelin star okay. but it, like the sous chef what was there he was the best I think was or at least one of the best sous chef I ever worked for okay very talented and he really wanted to get a star like okay. he was like, like we can get it, it. Yeah. And, and, you oh know, really like, so oh that, that yeah is a, okay. so, do, <laughs> so do chefs like mind this let's talk about Michelin stars then do chefs um because many some chefs today say, ah, oh, you know, I don't really care that much. Uh, um, do they? Sometimes, sometimes they just say that, but yeah. of course they. I mean, it's it's uh, the recognition hmm. for a kitchen, right? It's something. Yeah. Of course, the best is when something. when when yeah. it means something. Um, the now, best is when you make money yeah. and people come and they are happy. Yeah. Sure. Right, but this is something. I think it's more. Like for the ego yeah. again, yeah. like personal, like okay, if someone give me, you know, like a recognition yeah. for I for what I've done, yeah. and it just feels good for a little bit. Yeah, then sure. you find oh, that's a hell yeah. actually yeah, because yeah, yeah. now I have to like push it all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's actually that's the other thing that um, could you feel the pressure in per se and Le Bernardin, which is three mission stars, which is the most you can get, obviously. But um, was did you kind of feel the sense in the back of your neck that you know? Three mission stars, I have to do this right. So in Bernardin, uh, for me, I'm like, I, I, I had, it was my first experience with a three oh, mission star, yeah. so I, I was expecting, I had, in that time, oh, I still had an expectation, so I was yeah. like, this is three mission star, so we should do this and this and this, and I had some like, you know, the things what mm. should be done mm. right, like doing the right thing. Yeah. And it wasn't it happening wasn't. Okay. how I ex how I imagine it. Yeah. Okay. So it was my first experience. So after like mm -hmm. mm, yeah. six months, I was like, okay, this has is that changed uh, your view of the mission star system, or not really? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the first so what do you think? So what's your did. what's your thought about it today? <sighs> That's a hard question. Yeah. What do I think about it? Um, as I said, I think it's a good recognition for. Mm the work you do as a chef or as a whole team because again mm. if you were if you if we talk about restaurant for me it's not just about cooking yeah sure like the there's the, yeah, sure. the, there's a front of the house and back mm. of the house yeah and they both have to be on one perfect. boat yeah, and sure. be perfect yeah. otherwise sometimes it's not gonna work i've it's heard not gonna work. because we i mean we are in contact with many kitchens in prague and I, sometimes mm -hmm. i've heard that uh the relationships between the front and the back are not ideal to say the least that sometimes in some very fancy restaurants, uh, the kitchen and the service can like have constant flights, fights. And that's why we don't have maybe that much Michelin yeah, stars. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, now, uh, but um, 
I think the best thing I've heard about the Michelin star, and I think Ferran Adria said mm-hmm. that, but I couldn't find that quote because I was, I, I, I was saying this and I'm like, is that really true? And I was looking for it. I couldn't really Google it. But I mean, he, I, I'm pretty positive I've, I've read it somewhere. He wrote that the Michelin star is like the Vatican. Mm-hmm. That is kind of a conservative, you know, it has an inertia. I mean, but also is incorporating some new trends. But you know. well, I'll tell you something. So for example, for me, I think it's like you know, it giving me it. It's like uh, like some sort of different adrenaline, mm. or like maybe yeah. the drug you want to try, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, sure. But it's it's like it's not good to be in it for like a long time. If you if you and that's what I want to do. Like if you cook or if you want to be a chef. Mm-hmm from your heart and you just want to yeah. like spread your emotions or your personality mm-hmm. through the food yeah then you don't want to have a star sure and you say okay like you know it's like so well if fine. i would, if i would yeah. be honest no so so with the restaurant that you're having would you be happy with a star that you're opening i mean i know that it may not be the concept of it but big big guhman maybe <laughs> What is Big Gurman? What is Big Gurman? In, in the end of the day, you know? yeah, it's sure. like in the world, no one knows what is what is Big Gurman. It's I think I mean, I, I, it's still in. Do you think it, people like know what is Big Gurman? Oh yeah. Because they when know. I was talking, so I was like, "What is it? It's something before the star, so it's not a star yet." It is not. It's half a star. No, no, no. It's a. <laughs> it's um. It's halfway point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nearly there. E for effort. No, it's just no. It's um. Mom, what is it? Excellent cooking at Fair Valley. Yeah, I mean, I, I know. I, I knew it because uh, when I was in Sancho, we had. I, I actually do. I do because we run tours for people who like mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. and people know this people I mean our guests definitely are aware of Bib Gourmands yeah well now I'm surprised because when I told but again like New York it's like another yeah, Vatican sure, in, in, yeah, in yeah. US right yeah. because there are people like what is Michelin yeah, like what is, which star because there's a there's New York Times yeah. and they they are the one who there's told like Times. yeah mm-hmm. because I mean the Michelin guide has covered the US for the past only 15 years or so 10-15 years it's pretty new yeah and it just like it's just in a big city. It's only New York, Chicago, San Francisco, and I think Washington. Yeah. And I think they just started and the Washington LA. it just started yeah. Uh, yeah. like yeah, a year ago exactly or something exactly. like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, now, so um, so would you want a mission star? <laughs> Did you answer that question? I'm no. not thinking about it. Because the thing is, uh, in my perspective, it's actually very funny because we work in tourism and like the biggest thing is the TripAdvisor. Yeah. You know, do you, have you heard of TripAdvisor? Yeah, of yeah, course. Okay. So, um, and the problem with what we do, if you want a bit of insight, like um, into like how, uh, into tourism, is that we don't have regulars. You know, people come, have the tour, we never see them again. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, mm-hmm. you know, because they come to Prague from overseas and they don't come like every second month. You know, they come once in their lifetime usually. And um, then reviews become very, very important because uh, that's how people decide what to do when they're in a... And, you know, in a restaurant, um, you know, it's there. So you're a regular... You become a regular in a restaurant because it's around the corner or basically near your you know, work whatever but we don't really have that so then that's when uh, reviews become very very important and there is uh when we started what we do it was like we didn't think about TripAdvisor reviews because we had no idea that TripAdvisor existed but then we realized how important it is and it is very difficult 
to actually avoid the, how would I say? Um, you know, there is a way that we could run this tour that we know would go well with TripAdvisor reviews, but it's not entirely the way we want to run it. Mm-hmm. So there is, a, you constantly have to fight like um, this kind of feeling that you should do things the way that people like them. So like, and it's, I think it's very simple what you say, like, oh, I have to, then you can't, the passion is gone because you're just, you're a slave to the star. And that's, and then you are, mm-hmm. in my view, like in my field, in our field, you in a way become slave to TripAdvisor reviews in the sense like, oh, because they say, oh, this is, I mean, you have a few right. like four star reviews or three star reviews and they say, oh, this is that and that was wrong. And you know, it's not wrong. Right. But then there's a there's Where a tendency you, to change what you do according to these reviews. Yeah. And it's not what you really think you should do. But well, there's, there's yeah. two sides of yeah. life in the oh, end. Yeah, exactly. And it's a business. Yeah. yeah. And that's a passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sure. you have to decide for yourself, I would say, which side you want to go. Yeah, sure. Which way you want to choose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's and a good for me, yeah. you were you're asking me if I was like you know trying to catch all the yeah. stars. Yeah. I want to experience it, of course. Sure. I was yeah. young, I was ambitious. I uh, wanted to see the world. So you're not ambitious anymore. Uh, I, I want to say no, but uh, not in the oh, way you were when you were twenty. Right, right, okay. right. True. So you know that was that something mm-hmm. like, and by the time I was like, oh maybe you know it can bring something in the future. What is Whatever, like you want to, it's like a business part, but then you have mm. the passion and you find something in yourself and you want to be, you know, you want to become in your some like inner peace. And you was like, do I really want to do it for money or do I want it because I love to do it? Mm. So that's like, yeah, sure. And of course, we are in real world, so it has to meet in some point. So you have to find your um, compromise, yeah? I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. Have you. Uh, <laughs> Um, I wish not to. Is that is that the is that the, is the restaurant that you may be opening? Uh, is that the <laughs> restaurant? Uh, is that on the perfect kind of a compromise for you right now? I feel that way. Yeah. I wouldn't do it otherwise. I, yeah. I wouldn't go back to this. In, I mean, the kitchen world. I mm-hmm. think if I wouldn't be convinced that this is the way I want to do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like, and that we will change like perspective mm. of at least a Czech culture, like kitchen culture. Is it intimidating uh, opening a new restaurant? Is it, are you, are you, um, is there a fear? Is there There's a, always a fear? fear yeah. <laughs> but um, it's exciting, it's you know, exciting, exciting yeah. things ahead, you know, sure. it's like yeah. uh, in the same time, it's, it's a new impulse. It's like, nice. you feel like, that you are living, mm. you know, it's like, okay, right, yeah, it's gonna be cool, it. and we, we will change the world. Oh, you <laughs> we'll we do will? It. Oh, fantastic. We'll do it different. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> I hope you, you mean for the better, right? Of course. Okay, so, okay, yeah. so, just, just checking. Uh, um, cool. Um, that's the mission. <laughs> that, that's the mission, yeah. Um, do you think so that So this is, I think, for me, much more yeah. important than mm. any Michelin star. If I could at least a little bit help people to have better life yeah and uh maybe change a little bit more like the perspective that other people look at the food and mm. what they're getting on a plate okay 
Now let's talk about this. This is actually very hard for me. You said you want to change the world. You know, like I know, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But does the Prague food scene needs changing? Are you opening something that doesn't exist on the Prague food scene? Yes. What? What is it? You don't have to explain the concept, but what what is that you're missing I'm on the Prague? I'm not afraid of changing. Okay, so what 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 um, what do you think is missing on the Prague food scene? I think it's still the same. Like whenever, you, and it's in the end that's how we talk about Czech people or mm. like the come the. Uh, like the culture here like people come to the restaurant and they still want they still asking the same food okay they want to have uh, I don't I don't like they want to have the apple what they ate yesterday and okay. they want to eat it in two years still the same yeah so I'm not the biggest fan of this like I want people to know that if they come to my place they will have excellent food or at least a good food they will uh-huh. be happy with the food Every day, and they don't have to ask for. Oh, but I like the the spaghetti from the last week. Yeah. Like, why you don't have them anymore? Well, we don't have spaghetti today, but we have this, this, and this. Yeah. And I, I'm sure yeah. you will like it also. Sure. You know, like. But isn't it nice to have a signature dish, though? It is nice, but. Um, I know. I understand. Like, you want to change the concept. Oh, you want to change it according yeah, to what season. What? I'm, I, I get also it. want like but, that people. That's what. That's when the people who, and this is the essential of the restaurant, mm. they have to be, uh, your employees has to be happy. Okay. So they want to have a joy, right? They yeah. want to like change stuff and they want to be, mm, like even for myself as even a, like uh, as a leader, mm-hmm. uh, if you, like you want to double changing and like develop new new stuff so you you are still growing sure yeah right yeah, like you're still yeah. like learning every day mm. and it's hard yeah. this was hard for me in person oh my god i couldn't sleep because yeah. like i would get every day like 10 recipe and i never cooked them before okay so it's like how can i make it perfect yeah okay. like i never cooked it before okay and but. You but yeah, yeah. but you can. Yeah, you can. You, sure. you just you have to, okay. I gotta do that. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. You come in the kitchen and you do it, and then you have that that energy. No, you wake up in the morning, you talk to the mirror, and you say, "You can do this, girl. You go, girl." And then uh, you go to the kitchen, and miracles happen. No, right, so, so you want to do seasonal and but yeah, okay. So I mean, what, because I wanted to. That was supposed to be like a segue to your view of the Prague food scene. If, you, if you're explaining Prague food scene to a New Yorker, because I mean, this podcast should be to someone, mm-hmm. also like to our guests who visit our tour. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, I mean, we don't have three Michelin star mm-hmm. restaurants, eh? but uh, what is it that Prague has to offer to, to a foreign visitors in terms of food? I think there's, like the restaurants are booming. It's many places opening and they're all great uh-huh. or good at least you know like for me when i came back to prague after like three years i didn't mm-hmm. come at all to the country for three years so okay, when sure. i came i was like wow wow yeah that's changed a lot you know like when i was yeah. leaving there was like sancho there was uh, ricardo luca and his sure. restaurants yeah, yeah. it's like that's great food uh-huh. and of course uh yeah, sure, yeah. you know it's just like Okay, it was but, good base. Uh, yeah. But when I came back, I was like, wow, there's so many places and yeah. they're all good. Okay. Nice. You know, like, um, also maybe, like, I'm, I'm not anymore the one who would come to the restaurant and, you know, trying to 
pick on uh, on like uh, issues on a plate, like oh, this is not oh, good yeah, enough. Yes. Or, you know. oh, please, the plate was too hot. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. So um, um, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but so there's many. I, I like now. So we have good food, basically. We have good food. Okay. That's what I think. Like you and don't it's have it, affordable. And it's That's affordable. It. Oh mm. my god, it's cheap. If if you know, if you, <laughs> it's cheap. And and the beer, the beer is very cheap <laughs> and very good. Yeah. Let's talk about this. This is you know I cry myself to sleep every night in the U.S. when I think about how much money I spend on alcohol. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, what was that? What's your favorite place in Prague then? Oh, my favorite place in yeah. Prague, in restaurant. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like this. This is what we ask when we were hiring for our tour. We had two questions that we would always ask. And number one was... So one what? is closed. We, oh, really? We, we talk Milada. about Milada. Yeah, Milada, sure. That was my... That was like, wow, okay, I don't, we don't, I don't need to open any more restaurant in Prague because there's something, you know... Milada was awesome. And it if you're listening so and you live in Prague, it's your fault that it closed <laughs> because you should have gone more often. And I'm beating myself with the head every day by not... that I didn't go on more often. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And otherwise, um, we like. Uh, oh, of course, uh, of course. I was there when eight eight years ago mm-hmm. for the first and last time was La Bohemia Rigustos in Bourgeois. Okay. But I have to uh, like say it was I, I, until today. I still I f- it's still think it's after per se. It's my like best experience. Really. With uh, food culture. So did you eat it per se? That was my actually question. Did you did Last you eat year. at at every? But could you eat at every restaurant that you work with? Did you eat at La Bernardin? No. No. Never. Never. <laughs> I wouldn't touch that food. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Uh, but but you like no. But you like but you like per se then. That was a great meal. It was perfection. Yeah. It was perfection. Mm. I was like I was stunned. Wow. What was your favorite? What is your favorite food? What is my favorite mm. food in general? Yeah. Hmm. So I like French cuisine. Uh-huh. That's how. Yeah. You know. Sure. That's yeah. Because you know. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I always liked French food, but uh, since I was in Sancho, uh-huh. I've also found yeah, the love Asian for food. Asian food. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hmm. So for me, and it was a good uh, match in Bernardin. They trying to. Uh, like mix French and a touch of Asian flavors okay. in it. Okay. So it was like, for example, their sauces. Oh my Amazing. gosh, this is yeah. die for. Wow. Like the sauces, you taste it like, wow. It's like, it's rich in flavor, but then you have like a little light leaf in yeah. the back or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, wow. Yeah. So you're using the spices, but you know, like, yeah. Okay. So, so, but your favorite, your favorite food? Like you want me to pick one food? I don't know. I, mean, I would like, say, I would say everyday like, basis. On everyday basis, it doesn't have to be fancy. It's bread, like bread, <laughs> <Practica> okay, bread. <laughs> okay, bread. Because you worked at Practica for for oh my quite God. some time. I, yeah. And I just yesterday I bought a new, again like a fresh loaf, and every time I and I'm not there for. What's your favorite topping on bread? Nothing. Nothing, just bread. No butter, nothing. I used to eat. Uh, Wait, so you get home? You... And like yesterday, I would just like. Tear apart a piece of practical bread, and I would eat it. I was like, "How could yeah, I forget? It's yeah, so good." So good. Yeah. <laughs> and right. every time when I eat it, like since I'm not working there mm. anymore, I'm yeah. surprised how great it's like. Like this is a god gift. Like yeah. seriously. <laughs> okay. Cool. And yeah, Prague has good bread. I'd say actually. It's also booming. It's, like it's we have now yeah. everything. Yeah, like we I'm do. like yeah. wow, people. When yeah. we will stop? 
you know, like all this cafe and like places. I still miss a few though. I still miss a few things. What do you think? What do you uh, miss? Like um, Cantonese dumplings, you know, like Xiaolongbao, like something like this, like good Chinese dumplings place. Mm-hmm. No? I've tried a few. They're okay, but nothing like this, you know, where I, you know, I would faint with joy, which uh-huh. I usually do when I eat a good Xiaolongbao. Um, no? A really, really nice vegetarian place. Yeah, like a, a vegetarian place without the attitude, if you know what I mean. You're yes, saving the planet. Thank you. That's what I would love to. Oh, yeah, really, oh really? Okay. So for now, well. for now, we like, don't have um, that. Okay. Um, now we always we're gonna we're finishing the interview right now, but uh, there's always this one last thing that I ask, and it's your um, the one nasty thing you eat when no one's looking. Your favorite thing. It can be. I mean, on this we've already had like. Maxi King on the go. You know what I'm I mean? eating like tons of chocolate yeah, sure. every day. Chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> before I go to bed, I can but sleep I mean, like, before chocolate. Wait, wait, but bad chocolate. That's that's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear about you buying like these, you know, bean to bar chocolates. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not interested in that. I'm interested like in strawberry yogurt milka. <laughs> no. 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 Okay, so there must be something else then. Something that you're generally ashamed of, but now you were nothing. That would be a first. Uh, I'm not. No I chocolate. Know. Okay. All no, right. I don't know. Like even like I'm never trying. Like I, uh, yeah. No. I don't know. You know what Paul Days was? No. No, Paul Days was. Um, it was. Uh, I think if I get it correctly, it was a sandwich with a peanut butter and a laughing cow. Oh. <laughs> like some people would say, like I love. Cafe mocha, for example. Oh, wow. <laughs> so All right, people, okay. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm a coffee person, but in the same time, so this is my guilty pleasure. Like, I love yeah. good coffee, and if I mm-hmm. want to drink the yeah. coffee and feel the coffee, I will mm-hmm. go for a good filter or batch brew or espresso. Sure, yeah. But then I have to like, hmm. Mm, Starbucks mocha, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hide me, but yeah. <laughs> can I please have a mocha? Yeah, yeah. And some places, I think it's coffee source told me, it was like, what is that? Please leave. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I was like, um, and I remember when I was a barista back in the days, someone um. came and asked me, can you please make me a hot chocolate and add and a shot of espresso inside? It's like, wow. that's, that's, ca- that's, yeah. that's cafe mocha. It's like, yeah. yeah, I know, but many people doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right, cool. So now we know. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you so much for oh, uh, so for much. Uh, you know indulging me for an hour, and uh, I wish you all the luck with the restaurant that you may be opening. Oh, and thank uh, you. we hope, hope we it soon. will open soon. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again, Bara. Thank it was you. a pleasure, and I uh, wish you all the luck with it. Thank, thank you. you. Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Taste of Proud podcast and uh, please stay tuned for more. Uh, Don't forget to rate us online and if you have any comments or any feedback, please go to our blog page to let us know. Uh, We'll be happy for any tips or any pointers that you may have. Thank you again for listening and until the next time, cheers, goodbye.